You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Thanks for joining us for this Viva podcast. Today we'll be focusing on dental handpieces and what features to consider when making this investment for your practice. Our guest, Dr. Ada Greenfield, is an endodontist at Lower Gwynedd Endodontists, and she will share with us her experience on sorting through handpiece brands, impactful features of handpieces, and what technology she looks for to help prevent cross-contamination. Before we get started, I would like to thank our sponsor, Jay Morita, one of the most innovative manufacturers in the world. The company offers state-of-the-art 2D, 3D imaging equipment, laser equipment, handpieces, apex locators, and consumable dental supplies. For more information, visit Merida.com. So before we get started, I would like to introduce our guest, Dr. Ada Greenfield. Um, she is a very interesting person. She's an endodontist, uh, originally from Peru, and she has a great story to tell about how one of the most famous endodontists in the world, Dr. Sam Seltzer, found her um, walking the streets of Peru. I, I'm only kidding. In, in a, <laughs> it, it, actually, in Peru, uh, in a school there where she taught and asked her to come to Philadelphia or thought, would you be interested in coming to Temple University for your endodontic degree? And she actually accepted. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that before we get started on handpieces? Sure, Phil. I was lucky that I met Dr. Seltzer in 1994 first. I was um, just finished my endo program and I was teaching at my dental school and he was teaching pole biology and he asked me if I would like to come to Philadelphia to go back to school and pursue my career and become an endodontist in, in USA and I said Dr. Selsen I had to go back to school yes so let me think about it so a um, couple of years after he came again for the, the same lectures and and that time I was determined to come so I said I think I would like to go Dr. Seltzer so he invited me to Temple University where he used to be the um, not only a faculty he was the director of the program and and I had to pass the boards apply and go back to school and I did I did a DMD program for foreign trained dentists and after I finished I went to the endodontic residency yeah, we had dentists come from other countries um, that ended up going to University of Pennsylvania to get their endodontic degree. Yes. And they, I think they had to do two years of dental school first. Yes, the, the past program. Uh, yeah. I was in interview. I was interviewed at Penn also for the past program. And I was accepted because of my credentials of being an endodontist. But at that time, I was single. And, I, and then I met who is now my husband. But anyway, um, Dr. Seltzer made it easier for me to be at Temple. So When I was a Penn graduate student in endodontics, we took some classes at Temple. Um, I.B. Mm -hmm. Bender was teaching them along with... Uh, I remember. Yeah, there, there, were, there were several dentists that he would invite for guest lectures. And it was very interesting. And hats off to you for your incredible move to... Uh, you know, become an endodontist in, in the United States and practice here. And apparently you're very happy here because you've been practicing. How many years have you been in the U.S. doing endo? Altogether, I've been doing endo for almost 30 years. Yes, almost 30 years I'm doing endo. But uh, in the USA, I've been 16 years, mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. excellent, excellent. So this particular podcast is about handpieces. Now, normally we don't talk about a specific product on Viva Learning 
podcast. We like to have it as an educational thing where we're not trying to push any one product, but there's something very important about hand pieces, which is the noise factor. And one of the things that we're trying to get across here through this podcast is what makes a doctor decide from one hand piece to the other. And many hand pieces are similar in a lot of ways, but when talking to you offline before we did this podcast, you informed me that the noise factor was one of the big things that convinced you that the Jay Marita handpiece was the one for you. Can you tell us yes. a little bit about that? Yes, my I'm an endodontist, so most of my patients they're coming in pain and they're already very nervous. So when I used to use other hand pieces, just the noise put the patients out to the roof, but since I switched to this Jay Morita Twin Power Turbine, I have noticed that it's really quiet, really quiet handpiece is one of the quietest handpiece I ever had. And that makes the patient unease and then they are very relaxed, it's very quiet. It's interesting now with COVID, we, I was on a podcast with somebody about air filtration systems and their big thing was, yeah, we want the air filtration system to work well, but it, some of them are just too loud. We can't have it in the office. Mm -hmm. so. Noise is just a big factor. You want to have the operatory as quiet as possible because the patient is on edge, as you say, especially going to the endodontist. What about yes? What about durability of this handpiece that you like to use, this Jane Marita handpiece? What about the durability of it? I mean, I know as an endodontist, you got to cut through crowns and, and porcelain. And of course, the big nightmare is zirconia. So yes. tell us a little bit about that. Most of the root canals I'm doing now are molar and I'm going through crowns and most of the crowns are made of zirconium and they're extremely hard to go through. So um, once I switched to Morita, it was like so easy, like cutting butter with a knife. That's how I describe it. So that was a really very important feature that this handpiece is very sturdy, it's very durable, reliable. I'm very pleased with the performance. Have you do you use electric hand pieces at all or, or strictly air driven? I do. I do have electric hand piece too. I have the Brassler hand piece, electric hand piece. Uh but I use I don't use it all the time because it's <laughs> um you can lose the that's the importance of, between the electric hand piece and this hand piece, the Morita. With the Brassler electric hand piece, I use at the very beginning if it's a very thick bridge or very thick zirconium. And then I switch to my handpiece, my regular air driven handpiece, because I don't want to lose the sensation of being inside the tooth because I don't want to do perforate the tooth. So the, the beauty of this Morita handpiece is uh, it's powerful, but at the same time, it's safe because you don't over, you still have that feeling of being inside it too, you don't lose that feeling. It's hard to explain. It's only dentists can understand what I'm yeah, saying. Sure. So if somebody has to make that decision of buying a handpiece and money is an issue, you, they cannot spend too much money. And I will just go with the Morita because I can use that handpiece for both, for accessing and for doing the whole crown preparation or... When, yeah. tell, tell us about the some of the safety features of the, the J. Morita? I like researching. I'm like a, re a little researcher for everything. So I don't just buy things for buying. So uh, especially now with, co with COVID and all these things going on, I, I wanted to make sure my handpiece has safety features. So I made a little bit of uh, a research and I noticed that the, the Morita handpiece has this anti 
drawback feature that uh, prevents uh, cross-contamination because the saliva on the solutions doesn't go into into the handpiece is safer so because I don't it doesn't cross-contaminate saliva from one piece when I it's not only for me for my patient for my staff member the handpieces are autoclaved anyway between patients oh, but, yes. you're, but you're saying the saliva and aerosol isn't sucked back into the turbine. Exactly. That's the safety feature. It's a, Which also um, preserves, the, preserves the handpiece by not having all that junk get in there. Yes. And also it comes with, not it comes, but I bought a special um, to lubricate the handpiece. It's like unit where you put the handpieces and you leave them for a few seconds. And that's the whole job of cleaning the handpiece, oiling the handpiece. And it just comes ready for sterilization. So it's not too much for my assistants to do. Just cook the handpiece in the in the unit and it does everything, like cleaning and air um, with oil and everything ready for sterilization. Yeah, and that's, it makes that's, our job super, easier. Yeah, I don't yeah, know that, the name of that. That sure. saves time and uh, that's super oh, yes. yeah, that's super important to maintain that handpiece and also yes. it saves the staff time. So what about the safety factor as far as the drill not rotating? Oh, yes, it's a quick stop braking system. So if you are, for example, doing an access or drilling on the patient and for any accident, you slip with the handpiece and you stop pressing the pedal, the handpiece will completely stop almost immediately. So the turbine, it, won't, it will stop from rotating. So you, it's safer because you don't want to injure your patient, injure the lips, nothing. So it has a quick stop. It reduces the risk of patient injury. Mm-hmm. Now, That's a very important, yeah. No, absolutely. So how does the dentist try this handpiece without buying it? Is there, I don't know if you're the right person to ask, does Marita have that opportunity where they say, try this handpiece for 30 days and see how you like it or send it back? Or you, you just purchased it straight out by the recommendation? I, I actually, in my case, because I um, I like trying first, I I believe I only bought one handpiece. I was a little skeptical. I want to make sure it's, it's the right one for me. So I bought only one only one handpiece first and I tried it and then I said, mm, this is really good. So, and then I did my research and now after that, I ordered six more, so. <laughs> six more, because yeah, I, you're, you're yeah, a big really fan. Need- it sounds like you're a big yeah. fan. Well, you need it. I, really I mean, you have, you have three oh, yes, oper- you have three operatories. Yeah. You're a solo yes. endodontist, um, yes. so you're moving from one operatory to the next. Now, yes, you need to have a full setup going all the time. But with COVID, though, how are you separating out the patients? Actually, now even though I have three operatories, I only working in two because with COVID, I'm seeing less people a day because we space the patients. I mean, we always clean the room, but now we clean even more and we have to change our PPE, the bubble mask, the face shield, spraying, you know, so we're seeing less patients, but we're working harder. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is going on now, you know. It's no, I know. You you're fogging, you're fogging we, the rooms, the operators? Yes, we clean the rooms and also we have these UV lights and... Um, UVC lights, yeah. Uh, UVC lights and air cleaners. Somebody, somebody's getting rich. I know. <laughs> and also one one patient in the waiting room. I mean, we we cannot have more than one patient in the waiting room. We try to. They have to be on time, and we give ourselves a little extra time so there's not too many people at the same time. 
Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's unbelievable new, right now. So the new normal. Yeah, the new normal. That's right. So, um, are you finding you're getting more referrals now from GPs with COVID than before? Because the the doctors are just like, mm, I don't know if I want to get involved with doing a root canal with COVID because it's just. Yes. Oh, oh you I've are. Been very, I've been very busy, very busy. I think. What's What's the reason for that? What What do you think that is the main reason? Is it related to COVID? I, and maybe not directly, maybe because most of dentists didn't work for two months, even more than two months. We stopped in March, middle of March, and then we didn't come back until almost Memorial Day. So there's a patient we been, have been waiting for such a long time. So now they really need root canals. So, so yeah, so they're, so they're backlogged. Yeah, so the GP is yes. backlogged with other things, and they just need to move these patients to get care. So they're referring you exactly. more. Interesting. Okay. Yes. Um, That's what's happening. Yeah. So, no, I think this has been very, very informative. But, you know, a handpiece is like, you know, I'm a big fan of tennis. I love tennis. I mean, if a handpiece is like a, uh-huh. a tennis player's tennis racket, right? I mean, if I choose my tennis racket, I've had the same tennis racket for, I don't know, God, I don't know, 40 years? <laughs> Probably, actually, uh-huh. right, yeah, right after college. So, uh-huh. um 40 years plus, I've had the same tennis racket. And I don't know whether, you've obviously changed handpieces because you were introduced to this Marita handpiece, but they have a bunch of different models and you found the yes. model that you like. So it's interesting to, to, to listen to what made you made that decision and you know how, how you made that purchasing decision. And hopefully you'll be happy with this handpiece and you'll stick with it for a while. But uh, we certainly wanted to share this with our audience. Marita reached out to us and said, listen, we have an endodontist in Philly that's in love with our handpiece, can you do a podcast on her? And, and, and as I said, I said, we, we don't normally do podcasts pushing a particular product. But again, like I mentioned earlier, we thought it would be appropriate because the noise level, the, the fear factor of that to the patient and other things that you talked about are certainly important to a dentist and let them yes. take it, let them take it for what it's worth. At least they could try it, make their own decision. They are getting the information that Marita does have a handpiece that has a very low noise level among all the other things that you mentioned. It's worth taking a, taking a look at. So thank you very much. Is there anything else you want to add, Dr. Greenfield, before we wrap it up? I think I'm, we're good. And if somebody has any questions or any other questions, I'm, I'm here. And what's, and, the, be- what's um, the best way to reach out to you? I guess they could look you up online. It's yes, I, I, I have an email. Yes, okay. Ada Greenfield, and I'm teaching at the hospital, at Abington Hospital, and I have an email. If you go to my website, I can uh, people Beautiful. can send me email with any questions. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's Doctor Ada Greenfield, G R E E N F I E L D. Ada is A D A, and she'd be happy to. Yes. Um, that's a very nice uh, first name for for a dentist, ADA. There it is. That's that's yes, yes. Right, well, listen, American Dental Association. Yeah, you have to be a member now with that first name. You have to be a member. Yes, I am. I am. Oh, there I you am. go. A bona fide member. All right. Well, you stay well. Congratulations on all your successes in endodontist. Thanks for sharing your input about hand pieces to us and which ones you like. Uh, we enjoyed it and hope to have you on another Viva Learning podcast or webinar in the future. It was my pleasure, Phil. Thank you. 